Welcome to the Awakening Podcast. You can find all our episodes on awakeningpodcast.org. We're also on BitChute. We're not on YouTube. I got kicked off that one. And I got kicked off a few other things, but that's because I'm telling the truth. They don't like to hear that. I've got four other podcasts as well as being a podcasting coach. And you can find everything on bio.link forward slash podcaster. Today, I'm looking forward to this conversation. Please welcome Tom Palladino. A pleasure to be here. Thank you, so I know we're going to talk about scale or light, but you might just let the listeners know who's Tom. Yeah. Uh, who am I? Uh, I'm a Christian and I want to change the world. And I spend most of my time researching scalar energy. I believe this technology has a great promise for mankind. Okay. And I know that you've been kind of influenced by, by Tesla, but I suppose, yes. how did you get into that? What did you study so that we kind of understand how you got to where you are? As a youngster, I was enthralled with what Tesla was doing. I would read anything I, I could find on Nikola Tesla, one of the greatest minds of all time. Tesla technology, scalar energy technology. There is a superior technology. And that's what I'm trying to, to draw attention to. If we would have listened to Nikola Tesla, many of our problems would have been solved. But sadly, the world did not realize his genius. So let's revisit Nikola Tesla. Scalar energy, what that essentially Tesla was the first man to harness scalar energy, should be used in every home and in every office today. Let's move to this new energy. Obviously, we have an energy crisis now. I don't know why we're using fossil fuels. We could use Tesla energy, which is the energy of the stars. What are the stars afford? Free, clean energy that is super abundant. I'm a, I actually think I have uh, even a Tesla book here. I like, I'm a big fan. And I'm just curious because obviously you've kind of delved in a lot deeper with all his patents and all the stuff he was created. I presume like the military came in and took half the stuff, but oh, yes. it, it, like most of it's probably been quashed that he created. Of course. Yeah, you're right. The, the day that Nikola Tesla died, the federal government of the United States raided his apartment and stole his equipment and his laboratory notes. It was pure theft. And, and why? Because they're suppressing this technology. His inventions are incredible. And had we used those inventions, it would have changed essentially the military industrial complex. And this is what the, the government and, and the One World Order is so af afraid of. They fear this technology. This technology, so to speak, levels the playing field. There are no more monopolies. Why? If you have free energy from the stars, you cannot monopolize the energy grid. And I mean, that's what it's about. It's all about tax and control. And like, even now with all the cars, like everybody thinks, oh, they're kind of pushing, uh, you know, climate change and everything. They can just turn off the switch in the morning because they provide the power and people will be gone. And I don't think many have thought about this, but this is something that I thought about in the real bad winters, because I was on a motorway uh, in the winter here and it was a bad crash and we were there for hours. So if you've got a load of cars that are electric on a motorway waiting for it to be cleared, which could be six hours or maybe more, I'm sure most of the batteries will be dead. And how do they clear all the cars then? Yeah. You know, Tesla developed a car that ran on star energy. He actually took out the combustion engine and he replaced it with a scalar energy instrument that would receive the, the impulse from the stars. <clears throat> he was able to 
negotiate, drive a car on star energy. And had we have listened to them, we would not have that problem. Here in the United States, people moan and complain about filling their car tank with gas. Well, God had a solution. God provides us inventors. God provides us brilliant women and men. And you need to pay attention to those gifts. So God gave us Tesla and his great gifts, his cerebral prowess, and we should have paid attention to that gift. But sadly, you know, the, um, we, we ignored Tesla. In many ways, there was a smear campaign against him. No, I know. Those, uh, there was so many things that were taken from him. I believe he died a poor man, which is such a shame. for Like he should have been the richest man in the world for all the inventions that he's had. Exactly. And he was a true inventor because he never let money or ego get in his way. He wanted to help mankind. And that's how you can distinguish between a real scientist and somebody who's just in it for the money. He was, he was, he, you're right. He could have uh, enriched himself. He did not want to. He, he died penniless. So uh, a great man, a great humanitarian. And uh, his legacy lives on. And uh, I would like to perpetuate that legacy in some fashion. Yeah, that's great. So, I mean, I've, I've, I've studied what you're doing. I looked at the websites. I've listened to some of the interviews. And I know that through even a photograph that you're able actually, even HIV, different things, like, I mean, I want to touch on the different things that you can cure, but you might just explain it in detail how it's actually working. Yeah. Because I've got a, a spooky two device. Yeah, so I presume that's quantum physics where you can even take your nail from, you know, miles across the, you know, the other side of the planet and it works through that. So I'm actually aware that this works. And yes. now your system is through a photograph. So you might kind yes. of... Okay, yeah, good point. So when we're working with scalar energy, it's not electricity. This is not electromagnetic energy. I work exclusively by way of photographs, meaning what? A photograph has an energy field. If I hold up my photo, my photo has an energy signature, a scalar energy signature. And I actually place a person's photograph inside the instrument, and the instrument will identify me by my signal, by my uh, I'll call it a scalar energy fingerprint, so to speak. And the instrument then can identify, say, the herpes virus on the photograph and then send energy into that dimension, the scalar energy dimension, to destroy the herpes virus. I actually can detect the herpes virus on my photograph, treat my photograph with scalar energy, and then I see an absence of the signal of the herpes virus. So you can actually see before and after results on a photograph. And I've seen some of your videos with testimonials from people actually sending, yes. and this is going back to 2018 with the PCR test from then where they were actually showing it, which is kind of most people would have, are only familiar with PCR with the craziness that's going on in the last right. two years. But people showing exactly, they had it for 30 years or whatever, and then that they were cleared from it. Correct. Correct. So I'm all about performance. I want to see results. You know, this is not hyperbole. This is not my imagination. So people who submit a photograph to me, let's say they have the herpes virus. I treat the photograph, which is their signature their, or their body double. It's their bilocated version. That's what a photograph is. And I can actually send energy into the quantum field. I can access, I can identify the herpes virus. And then I negate the molecular bonds of the herpes virus, it falls apart. And I have test results from people around the world. 
people who claim that they've been cured of herpes. Now, it's very important because I never work with people. So I have to rely upon a person's testimony. Keep in mind, everything I do is by way of photographs. This is a new science. It cannot be proven by current Newtonian physics. So the only way I can prove that this is efficacious is by the testimonies of people around the world. We have thousands of testimonies from people around the world that affirm that they no longer have a viral disease, such as herpes, HIV, and hepatitis. And that's the key element right now moving forward. That's the body of knowledge in which we can see a before and after scenario. And it's favorable that after people submit their photograph to me, they feel better. Okay, so this is not per se a biological process. I don't work with uh, physical reality. I work with non-physical information. It's an informational process. And with the pictures then, one, does it have to be color? And two, must it be a certain pixels to actually work? Does the quality make a huge difference? Great question. No, to answer both, no. So whether it's color or black and white does not matter. The age of the photograph does not matter. And many times people will send me a collage, miniaturized photographs. As long as some part of your skin is showing, you will have a successful connection between my instrument and your quantum field. Today in my laboratory, Roy, I'm working with half a million people. And I meant those photographs are miniaturized. We have a computer uploader that miniaturizes those photographs. So you don't need a, 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 a big eight by 11 inch photograph of a person. You just miniaturize the photograph. It's God's energy. God knows what he's doing. And in my laboratory, I have 500,000 miniaturized photographs that I'm working with today. And say, just like go back to the, the, the herpes virus, just like how long does it take then the whole process for somebody that has it? One session. One just session. one session. Okay. Now, when you're working with energy, energy is fundamental, light is fundamental, and light is dependable. And I can take scalar light and I can depend upon it to negate the molecular bonds of the herpes virus. In a second, in one second, the herpes virus falls apart. This is fundamental energy. This is the energy that controls all physical uh, geometry, all physical uh, molecular atomic structure. And when you're working at that level and the fundamental level, that primal force in nature will, will serve to command nature. What am I saying? I have command, I have control over the herpes virus. I have dominion over the herpes virus. Say, like HIV then, is that something that takes longer? And say, for example, because I know you're helping people in Africa. It's easy, right? If you took a group picture, would it work? It's easy to disassemble any virus, including the HIV virus. You have to consider there's an intelligence that holds, there's a molecular bond, which is intelligence that holds together a virus, whether it's HIV, the, the herpes virus, hepatitis virus. When you negate, those molecular bonds, those hydrogen bonds, those covalent bonds, a virus loses its geometry, loses its physical presence, and it's reduced into smaller elements or proteins. It only takes one session to break apart the HIV virus. Okay. 
And the other one, because I've seen a lot of success with different, uh, like the spooky device and some kind of natural food up with cancer. I presume it's the same thing because that can be broken down as well. I, I don't have success with cancer and I'll tell you why. It's not a micro, it's a, a genetic dysfunction. It's, it's a mutation. I have theories as to how to correct that mutation. I've not been successful yet. So I rarely mention anything about cancer. It's, it's not. Because we're, we're like, we all have the cells in them and it's just that. Yes. The, yeah. Yeah. Okay. They, they've, they've been mutated. Now, yeah. in order to cure cancer, you'd have to rearrange, reprogram that cancer cell. I don't know. I know how to do that, but I don't have the instrument to do. Okay, but something that you're working on anyway that I'm sure your fans will be uh, watching. What about kind of other, I'm just uh, like Parkinson's, MS, I presume they're outside of it as well. Or, or... Yeah, I'll give you, for instance, let's speak about multiple sclerosis. Some people think it's initiated or the prime driver, the prime mover would be a virus or maybe of a few viruses and spirochetes. And there's, you know, there's currency to that thought. So many people who've been diagnosed with multiple sclerosis have the herpes virus or the Epstein-Barr virus or some type of spirochete. Now those viruses, those spirochetes attack the nerves. And in so doing, they cause some type of impairment, some type of neurological impairment, some type of cerebral impairment. So what is my point? If we can eradicate these spirochetes, these viruses, this should help people with multiple sclerosis. The exact etiological cause of MS is unknown, but it's believed that some viruses, spirochetes, even fungi have a contributing role to multiple sclerosis. I would concur with that. I mean, I've read stuff as well about the mercury that's in the jab that can be causing a lot of this as well and kind of getting things like that out. A detox, uh, is is there, like, is, is it possible point. to do yeah. something with yeah. that? That's a good point. Let, let, let me speak quickly about the jab. It's, it's now coming to light. Many of these uh, jabs had some type of contaminated chemical. Okay, And as this comes to light, and as more research is done on this, we'll, we're going to see vaccine injuries. Okay. Now, moving on. As far as mercury, scalar energy, on account of the fact that it's a primal force, can, can break down the molecular bonds of, say, aluminum, mercury, cadmium. And I, I do that on a regular basis. And I've had uh, good success. Good success. So many tests need to be performed. And, and a great deal of scientific inquiry is necessary. The drawback is this, I'm one researcher, one researcher, I don't have a staff, I mean, I'm the only researcher once again, and I need a third party to start proving my work. Now that's never happened with any university or hospital, certainly not any government agency. Um, so I've had great success now I want to prove this to the world on a, on a broad scale basis. And that will take time. And like, what about somebody that they've got a condition, maybe Lyme disease, but they don't know what it is. Like, do you have to know what it is to have kind of the free, the system going to the picture or does it just pick up on it? Yeah, that's a good point. So let me, let me explain this by function. I take a photograph of a, of a 
germ, a microbe. This is a photograph of the herpes virus. And I actually placed this photograph inside the scanner and the instrument. Now, simultaneously, I'll take my photograph and place it right next to the herpes virus. So what am I getting at? The information of the herpes virus shares with my photograph. It's a sharing of information. And in so doing, a, a photo of the herpes virus will allow me to identify the herpes virus on my photograph in my quantum field and eradicate. So speaking to that point, I have over 400,000 photographs of microbes. And I instruct my instrument to look at each microbe and to identify it in a person. And if a person has any combination of those microbes, they will be disassembled. So the photograph serves as the instructions for the instrument to identify, target that microbe and break it apart, transmute it. And I see as well, just from looking through uh, the website, there's anti-aging as well. So you might kind of delve a bit into that. Okay, so again, why do I work with photographs? Because it's a source of light and light never makes a mistake. This is a source of light. It's a photograph of vitamin E. If I were to place this photograph inside the instrument, the instrument would look at the molecular structure of vitamin E and then reproduce it. In other words, I can take this motif of vitamin E and create that in my quantum body. So a photograph of a nutrient serves as the informational input to download that information into my quantum field. In so doing, if my body from head to toe now is being treated with vitamin E, every cell then participates and every cell becomes a factory of vitamin E. So it's perfect nutrition because it's a perfect delivery by way of light of a nutrient. So I deliver nutrients by way of scalar light and that scalar light will assemble vitamin E in every cell. Okay, interesting. And because I've always, I, I love grounding myself, but I've always been into sun gazing. I don't wear glasses and you know, I'll be 50 this year. Like, is that something as well with the eyesight that yeah, this could help? That, that's, that's a good point. Now, I don't recommend this, but some people have said they can sun gaze and, and, or at least stare at the sun for a brief period of time. Be very careful in doing that. But the sun, the stars are the sources of scalar energy. So all life, all expression begins from the sun and the stars, which is a source of scalar energy. Without scalar energy, we would not have life. Now, um, some people say that, that they can live off of sun energy or star energy. Many people have, have said that they are able to reduce their food intake because they believe that they're assembling or in some way creating nutrients. Can you do that? Yes, I do that with photographs, okay, with a scalar energy instrument. Can some people do that by way of taking in and absorbing the sun information? Yes, that, that's been substantiated in the past. Meaning what? If the sun is the driver of information, if the sun is that primal agent that expresses, that gives forth uh, energy and information intelligence, then we can take that intelligence from the sun and we can improve our memory. We can create nutrients. 
it's a source of happiness for us. It's a source of enlightenment. Why do we call what the very term itself enlightenment? What is enlightening us? It's the light of scalar energy. Scalar energy is the driver of intelligence. Excellent. And I just know from like the spooky device that people use animals as well. They're able to even take a nail from a dog or whatever. And I know from your uh, website that basically animals, because sometimes, you know, somebody's pet could be sick. So same thing, you take a picture from the, the animal and I, I see plants as well. That yeah, they... yeah. We, we, we treat people by way of photographs, plants, animals you're right some people even send in a, a photograph of their car they want to no because i saw that of... objects i was going to ask you about that i was like <laughs> yeah but, but I, actually, us... I mean that might sound crazy but i know that if like all all my life it's like yeah. i give love to my vehicles i don't have much like i have the same car bought it new it's about 11 years maybe two things went wrong it's, it's like i i feel that it's a living thing everything i mean everything vibrates they know that so why why is it not the same with with with, with yeah, objects? Uh, yeah, you're you're right, and and many people I believe this energy is a divine character. I believe scalar energy is from God, and some people with that spiritual proclivity would would care to have their house or their car photographed. To them, it's a blessing. To them, it's if you will a divine energy upon their house, upon their car. Brilliant, brilliant. So you're saying you're like a sole, sole operator. If Tom, God forbid, gets hit by a bus in the morning, how do we actually make sure that this continues and that you know I, more people are able to do this? You're right. I, I've I've taught many people this the rudimentary ground rules, if you will, of this science. But in order to make it a career, you have to be driven you have to have that focus sadly i don't see many people driven or with that focus to study scalar energy and to be quite candid i say this frequently there's no money in it it's a new science how many people are going to spend thousands of hours devote their life to studying a science that has no remuneration has has no payback well that's not the case yet once this becomes an industry people will We'll, we'll uh, take note of it. But right now there's no paycheck. And that's one of the reasons why you have so few scalar energy researchers. And because, I mean, I mentioned at the start of the show that I got removed from uh, YouTube, Linktree, even LinkedIn took took one of my things. What's happening with you? Are you being censored? Are you um, being attacked? I, it, it's almost, um, it's like a veiled censorship. For instance, anytime I try and promulgate any of my work on YouTube or Facebook, it, it never goes anywhere. You know, the algorithms are against me. Uh, there, there are uh, nefarious forces that don't want scalar energy to be promulgated. And even though I have incredible discoveries, you're never going to see this in mainstream media. You know, the, the, the Rockefellers, the Rothschilds controlled mainstream media. And they're not going to allow. They don't want this competition. So, you know, uh, bluntly, social media sites such as YouTube and Facebook, they, they've never allowed me to, they've never allowed my work to flourish. Even though I post, the, you know, the algorithms are against me. and they, they don't let any of my work, if you will, outside of a certain parameter. It, it's, it's, con it's a contrivance. It's, it's obvious. 
But I, I see like you've got a very sizable Facebook following and also on YouTube, you know, you've got a lot of uh, you know downloads. And so I presume it's basically people that have had success. It's just, yes. they just, it's word of mouth. And, you it's know, word of mouth. That's yeah. the key. That's the key. See, if I had the media behind me and we, we, I want them to work with me eventually to improve the world condition, this would have been headline news a long time ago. The point I'm making is many of the people don't in the media don't even realize that they're being controlled. You know, it's it's really a it's it's the deception of this one world order that even the people who work for this one world order don't even acknowledge a one world order. But you know that will change. To, to answer your point, this is a grassroots movement. It will remain a grassroots movement for the next few years, but eventually the the, the media outlets cannot ignore this. So I, I anticipate their smear campaign, but eventually the world will, will see through this veneer and accept this. And I mean, I, I'm hoping it's not possible, but in the wrong hands, they probably have the technology anyway, but can they actually do it in the opposite way? I, I would say, uh, yes, scalar energy is a, is, is a primal force. Could you use this to harm us? This is why I'll never uh, manufacture instruments. No, yeah, because unfortunately, yeah, they'll uh, get in the wrong hands. And yeah. yeah, with the 5G and everything, I mean, I'm convinced they're going to, you know, the, the fact that they blasted that all around the world when nobody was allowed work, you know, putting it on schools and hospitals, you know, I'm just, you know, wondering what frequency they're going to blast into people as well. Uh, regarding that. Yeah, to speak to that point about 5G, I have many friends who who have been experiencing uh, deleterious side effects, people who live close to a 5G installation. And many people are saying that it has impaired their health in some fashion. So we'll see what the future holds. But usually when you're, when you're in the vicinity of a great deal of electromagnetic energy on an ongoing basis, it, it's, it proves harmful to you. Even a, a microwave in your home is, is just too much Electromagnetic energy is the wrong frequency. So we have to put all of this into consideration. And I've seen with, like, say, the, the towers, those people they are using, like, the copper and resin and stuff like that. Is there, like, what's your experience? Does that work or is it all? Uh, you mean to deflect or some kind yeah, of this... fer uh, Faraday cage is what you're getting at? Um, there, there are some devices out there, I, I, I won't promulgate them now, but have been shown to reduce the, the presence of uh, electromagnetic force fields. So I would suggest that the audience look into that. There are some devices that can negate, at least in part, this, this deleterious electromagnetic force field. Okay. So I know that over the last two years, I used to play a lot of squash and I used to also cycle. And when I moved, I can't cycle anymore because the roads look like it's been in a war. And, uh, oh. you know, the squash. So I put on a bit of weight and I see that actually fat that you can work through that as well with yes, your system. Yes. So one of our techniques is we're able to assemble hormones, enzymes that are responsible for fat metabolism. Now, some people who sign up for the program experience some type of perhaps weight loss or they feel that much of their fat is now being properly metabolized. Okay. So fat metabolism program, as the name speaks, is designed to metabolize fat, not necessarily to lose weight, but at least to help 
the body create those enzymes, amino acids, hormones that will abet the metabolism, the breakdown of fat. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, we've, we've covered all the different things that I want to do and like, I, I get it. So you might kind of like, I know that you have kind of a uh, 15 dating. You might tell people about that. What's uh, kind of yeah. that are looking to get involved in this. Yeah. On account of the fact that this is new, it's different. It's groundbreaking. My website allows anybody in the world to sign up for 15 days of free sessions, 15 days in which we'll, balance your chakras, your meridians. We will identify microbes and destroy microbes and we'll assemble, we'll create nutrients for you. So those three modalities, we do everything again by way of your photograph. This is a new science, quantum science. Visit the website at scalarlight.com. Anybody in the world can submit their photograph. You can send in photos of your uh, family members and even your pets. And we will work with you for 15 days, 15 consecutive days. And after those 15 days, and we let you judge as to how you feel. We let you be the, the decision maker as to how this has improved your health. No, I mean, that's fair enough. I mean, people know straight away, you know, that, and, and I see as well that it's not one of these ones that you must give your credit card details and stuff like that, because a yeah, lot yeah. of a lot of the companies, they yeah, do right. things like that. So I think that's fair as well that you're not uh, doing that. So you yeah. basically kind of say, look, try it out. And if you like it, then yeah. yeah. Uh, you. I'm all about results. Thank you. I, I, I want people, to, this is non-threatening. I want people to sign up for the free sessions. No obligation. I would never ask for your personal information, nor your credit card or debit card. You sign up, you prove to yourself if this is of merit. I would say that over the years, we've, we've worked with millions of people. Most of the people just avail themselves to the free trial. And then that's, that's that. They don't want to go on with the program. That's fine. One of my goals, Roy, is eventually to, to grow this healing ministry. And uh, I want to treat a, a billion people a year by way of their photograph. That's, that's the grand design. You know, this, to me, that is God's master plan. Now, God is the healer. Jesus is the healer. And we're going to eventually treat the world. Most, most of the inhabitants, most of the people in the world will eventually receive a scalar energy treatment. Excellent. And I mean, I've done a lot of, looked at a lot of different videos, you know, different people that you've interviewed and everything. And I saw loads of testimonials of people of what they wrote, both for the HIV, for the, you, you know, the herpes and everything. So like people wouldn't be writing that in and the fact that you're actually offering right. it for free. So look, I love what you're doing. I think it's Thanks. fantastic and I wish you super success. So yeah, I suppose that the website, you might just say it again so people can get in yes. contact with you. Scalarlight.com. S-C-A-L-A-R, scalarlight.com. Anybody in the world, just submit your facial shot. We don't need a full body shot. Just submit your photograph of your headshot. We do the rest. Then you decide, you adjudicate if this is of merit. Excellent. Listen, Tom, thoroughly enjoyed our conversation. And I hope you hit reach not just a billion. I hope you reach the whole the whole we population will. because yeah. you know there's a lot of suffering going on. They're and, right. Yeah. And this is the easy way. This is the easy way. When we transcend time and space by way of a photograph, and we work in the quantum field, not the electromagnetic field, we're going to treat a billion people a year. Excellent. Thank you very much, Tom. Thank you.
So that's all for the Awakening Podcast. You can find all our episodes on awakeningpodcast.org. And make sure you try that out and write to me. You'll find a, a, you know, a form on the thing. Let me know what success you've had. It's always interesting. And perhaps we get Tom back and discuss it later in a few months' time. So you find everything on awakeningpodcast.org. Until next week, take care.